Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Best Frenemies. It's a brand new podcast. Just three normal guys who happen to like arch rival sporting teams in the college football world, specifically the Big Ten world, who love to talk sports. Uh, quite frankly, I think we despise each other's fan bases, but we like each other. And so we can get together on an afternoon. And in fact, that's really where this came from. We were getting together on the, in the afternoons with each other in different, in different uh, capacities and just talking sports here and there. And we're like, gosh, this would be kind of fun just to throw it out there because we're civil, but yet we call each other out on our homerisms and, uh, and we just enjoy it. So it's, it's really fun. And my name is Mark, uh, Mark Kaminsky. And uh, uh, these guys I've known for quite a while and been talking sports. So go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Chase Colley. Um, I represent. Oh, he, what he, Mark forgot to say is he is the. Uh, as far as this best frenemies podcast is concerned, he is going to be the anchor for the Michigan State Spartans. So I just assumed everyone kind of sensed that. You know, you can tell by the inflection on your voice that you probably went to school in East Lansing. I did not go to school in Ann Arbor, but I am a huge Michigan Wolverine fan. So um, right off the bat. Uh, a lot of people don't like me. <laughs> just it is what it is, I guess. I've so never liked you. You just kind of have to, yeah, you just kind of have to live with it. Uh, right now, we're getting ready for, for bowl season, so I'm just excited, and uh, I'm excited to see what, what this podcast brings in the future, for sure. My name is Dave Wills, uh, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, so I am the, uh, the Buckeye representative, if you will, so a lot more people hate me than they hate Chase. Um, <laughs> just nationwide, Just anyway. Yeah, nationwide in general and, and yeah, overall. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. understand why, but yeah. well, if I, this I podcast to be very was, kind about it, but if this podcast was taking well. place in Ohio, well, then it would be it would just be both of Mark and I that would be that would be hated on. So uh, just yeah, because you're I, in Michigan, I have to really. give you guys credit though. At least if I go to a game in one of your stadiums, I usually don't get like stuff thrown at me or yeah, that's spit true. on or whatnot. So I would still rather attend a game. I mean, has anybody ever gone to a game in Columbus? I've specifically and deliberately avoided Columbus, yeah. Ohio. I've been there. Yeah, well, but it's okay. I, I, but you're wearing the right color, so yeah, they're so like, "Hey, throw out. stuff with us," and yeah. you're like, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never, no, never no. partook in the, the throwing <laughs> things to people. Right. Even even though you're, uh, I mean, you better have bumper stickers because I've heard of people just by virtue of having Michigan plates getting their stuff yes. broken into yes. and destroyed. I but, actually, when I first moved up here, took four buddies to the Ohio State Michigan game, and he had a brand new Navigator. And on the way down, I told him, "You have to get." your car decked out in Buckeye stuff. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely not. He went to U of M. Yeah. There's no way that I'm doing that. And on the way down there, we saw like a Ford Fiesta or something on the side of the road with over. Michigan plates with eight foot flames out of the top of the car. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? No, oh he my pulled gosh. over and went to Walmart and decked his car out yeah. in Ohio State here. So. Amazing how fast you're willing to sell out your fan base <laughs> right. when you see that well, kind of thing going on. Exactly. Well, I, I, have a, I have a buddy of mine that uh, he goes to every single Michigan game. And he, he decks himself out. He's got his, like, lucky Michigan socks, and he, he like, decks himself out in maize and blue. And uh, we, you know, we were talking about the Ohio State game this year, and I'm like, yo, are you going to go down there with all your maize and blue? He goes, heck no. You, you think I'm crazy? <laughs> I'm going down in, like, completely normal clothes, and nobody's going to know that I'm a Michigan fan. And that, that, that kind of, like, raised the question in my mind, like, okay, is that a good Michigan fan or is a smart Michigan fan? So... Right, good, bad, and different, and, yeah, and then right. and then what's the point of going to the game if you can't cheer for your team? I don't yeah. know. I mean, I've got yeah. a lot of feelings with that. Like, I it's guess tough. my question is: is it is it really is it really as bad as because I've never been? So is it really as right. bad? It is, as everyone says. Like to be in I a, mean, at least to, to be was, a Michigan to be a Michigan fan specifically. Yeah, when to I was, just go down there, when I would go regularly, it was 
It's just brutal, I mean, right? We're talking 18, 20 years ago, but yeah. it's not. It was not okay. Well, we're gonna have to avoid Dave ganging up on Chase. I've always lived by the philosophy that your enemy's enemy is your friend, and uh, and that kind of just makes Chase just the odd man out here. Um, you've you've made two enemies, and now that now that not just you doesn't that doesn't that say more about Michigan though? I don't that, know. That I, there's so many fans. So obnoxious and so arrogant, and yeah, it does. It says a lot. But there's two fan bases that just absolutely despise us. That must mean we're doing something right, right? Or something I mean, so very if nobody wrong. cared it's not about winning. Us, it's like not if, winning that you've if been. Doing I like if, if we were sitting here as Big Ten friend or best frenemies, and 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 I was like an Indiana Hoosier, wouldn't that just make this whole podcast just kind of? Yeah, no, this, <laughs> it's good. Absolutely. I, I feel like in today's world, it's the right three teams. Actually, yeah. in all three sports, we were talking about this before. Yeah. I didn't, you know, we're talking about the fact that it's football, but it's all. Also basketball. I mean, we'll we'll hit different areas along the way. Not today so much, but along along the way of this podcast, we'll be talking variety of sports. We'll probably stick mainly to the two that we're most passionate about: football first, and then basketball. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love both. I think all three of us enjoy both sports. Um, We probably won't get too much into the women's field hockey, but uh, you never know what will come up if somebody's team is doing well or or whatever. We can. We can go. We, we reserve listen, the right to listen, just talk Michigan, about whatever we want. That's if Michigan what we're doing State this. makes it to the Final Four in women's field hockey, we'll... we'll How about we'll men's s- soccer? We just made the we'll Final Four in men's in. soccer, right? <laughs> we'll sneak, we'll sneak, we'll sneak in, in some, women's, some field hockey. It, it'd be fun. Well, today on today's docket specifically, we kind of already got sidetracked, which is fun. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. But we've got a few things talking today. First of all, just the development of of the playoff and there's just been more chatter this year. We've heard it since the very inception of the playoff, but more chatter this year than ever about expanding it, going to a different format or, or a different way of getting things done. And, and I don't know if any of us would consider ourselves experts on the whole, what would happen with the playoff? Should it be expanded? But we've got opinions mm-hmm. and you know, that's what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Normal people with opinions that might be flawed. Uh, but as you know, as we, as we talk about it, as people yeah. listen to it, they can sort of have their own views and, and things like that. It just makes it kind of fun. I also want to, you know, we, we talked about working in along with that, just players ditching bowl games. As long as it's not the playoff, we've seen, we've seen players on their way to New Year's New or to New Year's six bowl games, just decide, okay, well, I've got mm-hmm. an NFL career to worry about. Mm-hmm. And you know, how do we feel about that? Each as individuals, do we have the same or different perspectives? And by yeah. the way, I don't know what you guys think about that yet. We got to discover that as we go. Okay. Um, and then, bowl previews for our respective teams. So we'll try to keep each topic quick and to the point. But so let's, talk, let's start off with the playoff. What do you guys think? I mean, have, <clears throat> is the four team – I've heard arguments on all sides, right, that the four team is where it belongs. I've, I've even heard some people, unpopular opinion, not bring back bowls the way they used to be. I mean, that's, yeah. that's not real popular. I mean, that's, uh, that's fringe. But Yeah, I'm not on that. I'm not on that wagon. Yeah, but honestly, with the four-team playoff, Michigan doesn't deserve to be in the playoff, obviously. There's a lot of other other teams that just straight up don't deserve to be there. I think if Michigan would have backdoored into the playoff this year, we would have gotten steamrolled by whoever we drew in that first round. So it's almost like, hey, win your games and you'll get into the playoff. Now, the other side of that argument, yeah, for, how's Dave feel for, about that for Ohio State? Philosophy. Is they did win their games. They they had the one they had the one stumble, but they did win their games. They did win their championship, their conference championship. And they still didn't make it in. And I can see the argument from that side going, there has to be something that changes. For a, for a team like Ohio State to not be in the playoff, how, how, do, how do conference champions not 
get in the playoff, I guess would be the question that well, I'd how like do to see more answered. importantly, how do eleven and one conference champions not get into the playoff? I mean, yeah. I, I, well, I, I had the answer you get steamrolled by Purdue. I know, and, and then <laughs> and then kind of like where it's at, and right then now. beat Maryland in overtime. You know, those those are the reasons. And so I, you know, my brother and I were talking about this same exact thing, and he was like, "Oh, Ohio State should be in." And I was like, "I, you know, eleven and one Ohio State should be in in one hand, but on the other hand." Should they? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, there were a lot of games they could have, should have lost or won ugly, and they got just annihilated by an average Purdue team. And, you know, I mean, so there's there's a little bit of – there's a little bit of both. I mean, I see both sides, but I would – honestly, Ohio State is playing and looking like in their last two games. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they are one of the best four teams here, people. You know, and so I – to me – Well, Dwayne Haskins certainly looks like one of the best players. Just – I mean, he got invited to New yeah. York. Yeah, uh, for the Heisman. I mean, he looks unstoppable. And their defense for the has last, turned it on at the end of the year. Even that Maryland game, even though it was high scoring and they couldn't stop Maryland, they Maryland had no even a shot at stopping Dwayne Haskins. Right. You know. Right. And obviously, Ohio State's defense is not like their shining thing. But like, have you seen Oklahoma's defense play? You know, and <laughs> yeah, and on the other end, Oklahoma absolute, yeah. has this historic offense. Right. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but Oklahoma's defense has let up like an average of 50 points a game all season long, no matter who they've played. And I think what happened is is their their game against Texas when they beat them in the conference championship, in the bowl, people's mind kind of even that. Yeah. Even the score for them, like they, that's why right. they, they got in. Because Oklahoma's number one, Ohio State's number two in offense. Right. So well, the, and that's where you need to see these teams is. play because Oklahoma's defense, yeah, they give up a lot of points, but they also score in eight seconds. So mm-hmm. their defense is on is on the field. For uh, forever, time, yeah. so of course they're going to give some stuff up. But fifty, you're right. I mean, basically, I guess what I'm getting at is you don't know until you see them play each other, yeah. right? And that's what I really like to see. And I've been, I mean, I, I think for two years I've been saying, well, probably long, three years. I, I think the solution, and it's, I mean, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. Everyone has this idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's eight to me. It's eight teams. Yeah. It's the five champions. Like, how do you go to the playoff? How do you send? Not the you know non champions over champions to the right. playoff. So you send you send the five power five champions. Do you give do you give group of five an auto an, autom- an auto? I because wasn't, that that was what ESPN yeah. released this thing a couple days ago yeah, where they I said here's it. our hypothetical eight team playoff and it was the five conference champions, mm-hmm. a group of five auto UCF and then two at larges which were Notre Dame and Georgia. So in that scenario, Michigan doesn't get in. Which right. Yeah, I mean well, they don't I, get in in that scenario. You know, they weren't the two. They weren't one of the two best at large. But that leads me to one thing: Do you force in that scenario? Do you force Notre Dame to join a conference? Like you almost have to, or else they're always going to get the at large. They're all. They're not well because if they go undefeated, they're always in at large. They're at-large. always going to be in at large because they don't have a conference championship exactly. to play. So right. they should absolutely. I believe they should absolutely be in a, a conference. Yeah. But that's a money grab. Notre Dame's never going to. Oh yeah. Money. Well, they have that NC. They have the uh, NBC. Mm. They have the NBC deal that is going to, for ESPN, or, is going to have to pay so much money to break that contract with NBC. Or Notre Dame is strong enough where let's say Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, right? Okay, Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. The Big Ten is going to have to try to figure out how do we incorporate that. NBC thing into well, why? So you guys said that they would definitely be in every year. When they have a season like this. Well, I mean, yeah, but they're going to be in every year when they have a season like this, regardless of whether, you know, I mean, if this top four and they go undefeated, it's going to be hard to keep Notre Dame out with that fan base. Yeah, but think if Notre Dame had to play a team like Oklahoma to stamp their ticket to the playoff. Think about if Notre Dame had to play a team like Clemson to stamp their ticket. Right. 
Oh. But they typically have tough matchups here and there. Yeah. It's just like, it's a, it is always a softer schedule. Their, their and toughest that game this year was what? Michigan at the beginning of the season, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and then after that, now they had a lot Syracuse of names on their and, schedule. Yeah. Plenty of names. Mm. I mean, at any point, USC could have been sure. the, the number one Pac 12 team in the nation or right. in that conference. And they played them in the last game of the season. So it could have worked right. out for them. It, this year it didn't. And having that conference championship, allows them another opportunity to play a really top school. Right. And, and kind of eliminates the whole, like, did Notre Dame have a strong enough schedule? Right. You know? And Notre Dame needs, for their own good, I think they they would have to. And I think that the committee would have to make statements to kind of push that to, to them. Like, in, in other words, just because they have a pretty good year doesn't mean they make the top eight. You know? Right. I mean, and, and, and they just need to you just need to kind of judge the product of the field and there's still be some gray areas like going to eight isn't going to necessarily fix. Oh, we deserve to be there. We do. I just feel like if you have eight teams and you feel like you've incorporated the best eight teams, you probably have your deserved national now, champion in those eight. Teams. Now here's the, now here's the, this is when it gets really tricky in that scenario. Northwestern beats Ohio state in the big 10 championship, right? They're in, they're in the playoffs. Well, so yeah, is Washington. In, but I mean, that's the same thing. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, think about the other way is if Notre Dame loses any of their games this year, they're not in the top four. Right, right, and right. We're, we're oh, talking yeah. about a different subject. It's, they're not even in the, in the, yeah. the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. So all they and and that's one, one of the and down. As soon as they lose one, it's a, it's a wrap. So, and that's because they're not in a conference, yeah. right? So if they were in a conference, then they could almost afford to lose like some of these other teams. They can lose. Ohio State can lose. Michigan can lose. And they're still in the conversation because of their conference or right. uh, of the competition that they have to play. Yeah, right. I mean, when if you look at Ohio State's national championship year, they got they got beat up on by Virginia Tech. Right. Yeah, at the very beginning season. of the year, yeah. MSU I mean, made the playoff losing to Nebraska, you know. Uh, get back to your question, Chase, which was um, do you give a Power 5, an automatic Power 5 slot? I, I think my vote is no. It has not to automatically, be, but if it's Wouldn't it have earned, to be an undefeated Power 5? Like similar to if Notre Dame were to were to have lost, it's like mm. you're out, bro. Mm. Like if UCF can't go undefeated with their schedule, then no thank not you. qualified. Mm. Right, I, and I don't think you necessarily go say into that. UCF and take down their national championship banner <laughs> that they put up because that's ridiculous. <laughs> so they did beat Auburn. <laughs> Didn't Auburn that year beat Alabama? Yeah, yeah, they did. Who won the national championship? Oh, I mean, I, now you can't go, you can't go. You know, obviously we know it's that you can't that, be yeah. like, oh, this team beat that team, which beat that team. <laughs> I was gonna say, but, it's like, but it's like six degrees. I think UCF was legit that year. I really do. I think mm-hmm. UCF was last legit. year. UCF was was. There's more of a an argument. And if I were a UCF fan, I would proudly wear national championship gear. I would. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I think that I understand what they're saying. From my current perspective, no, you didn't win the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get their gripe. They didn't get a shot at it, and they did everything so they possibly could to deserve a shot at so it. That's Except for why. signing a team that would have given them the cred to do it. Yeah, but who's going to schedule? I, and, and as a, I mean, I'm looking at this from who's the angle of the other teams. Appalachian State. Yeah, but Appalachian State wasn't seen as a threat by anyone until they beat Michigan. You know, and Yeah, I know, but I'm saying UCF wasn't seen as a threat for, until the last couple of years. I know, but... You people, know, people still schedule North Dakota State, and that team isn't that North Dakota. That who did North? Ups, who did you DC schedule? They upset every year. They upset some D one school every year. North Dakota State usually wins the D two national championship like every yeah, year. Right, every time, right, so right. Every who are, who's D1, picking every time them? Every time a D one schedules them, they end up. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. I, we'd have to look that up. But mm. yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it reminds me of uh, of the contract that MSU had to try and play a home and home with Alabama. Mm. You know. Alabama won't play you unless it's neutral or at home. 
they, they won't play you out of conference. That's why they have a week off conference. They'll they'll play the teams that are willing to accept a million dollar check to go play. Yeah, the last get, time that kicked, you know, Alabama. the last time Alabama played a home and home was with Penn State. That was 2010, 2011, and that, since then Alabama has played Cowboy Stadium, right, or it, at it, in uh, in Atlanta, right, at the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Mm. Like they never play home and homes anymore. You know, when I think of home and homes, like the big ones that I always think of is you know is when like back in like 10 years ago when Ohio State played Texas yeah, home Texas, and home, when US. Texas was legit, or when they played USC, home right, home, yeah. when... Um, uh, Barkley. Matt Barkley. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that was... USC was still... They weren't like what USC is now. I mean, that was still when USC was considered one of the best programs in the in the whole nation. Mm-hmm. And they weren't afraid of doing that. And you know what? Sometimes it, it burned you. You know, you lose that right. game, and now everyone mm-hmm. doesn't think very highly of you. But you have to take that risk, I think, you know? And... I I think that that is one reason why you will see more of those types of games if we went to a if we went to an eighteen playoff. playoff yeah, because yeah. now you don't not to diminish the regular season because I think that is one thing that they all try to all the commissioners and ads and presidents they all try to protect is the regular season for college football is unlike any other right. sport right. in any level. Mm-hmm. If you lose, it's it's, it's a hard. game on September twenty yeah. first is so important. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the the top four teams in the country are in the playoff this year. But you see, there'd be a give and take, right? It, each individual game would maybe matter a little less. Like a mm. loss would maybe, especially non-conference loss, would be like, shucks. But at the same time, you'd get better and more intense matchups mm-hmm. instead of playing, you know, some ridiculous team you've never heard of mm. for your first game or second game. Now you're now you're seeing more. You know, Ohio State, USC, like we were just talking, or Ohio State, Texas, or, or you know, Michigan's going to choose to schedule yeah. someone real tough. I think, Michigan, I think Michigan goes home and home. Coming up here, Michigan has home and homes with Washington and, and then Oklahoma on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And I know it's tough to schedule home and homes when both teams are good. Like, I don't know. Michigan could be terrible. Washington could be terrible. Like, well, that's right. where the problem comes in is because, like, they got to schedule it so far out in advance. For right. instance, this year, I mean, Ohio State had TCU. Well, TCU when they played them, TCU was good. We thought by, yeah. by the end of the season, yeah. they were yeah they had fallen apart. Mm-hmm. So right, I mean that, then that happens. I think anytime you schedule a home and home with a team six years out, then oh they're top ten in the country, right? And then you get to them and you're like they're not top ten in the country. This is a MAC team. So I think we, we're seeing pros and cons with eight teams, and but we all seem to like it, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I would disagree. I would I, I'll disagree with uh, with all. He's my boy, but Harbaugh. Harbaugh wants a 16-team conference or oh, yeah, a, a yeah, playoff. 16? Yeah. 16 teams. Yeah. I, I think I think it's too much just because now teams like, you know, Kentucky are getting mm-hmm. into the playoff. Teams like um, Penn State are getting into the playoff. You know what I mean? Right. Like teams that are getting beat soundly by yeah. some teams. Teams but, that have gotten rolled. But, yeah. but they're still kind of in that top 15 range, top 20 range, mm-hmm. and they're still kind of getting in. You right. know, And I just think that that, so, that dilutes it a little too much for me. Yeah, I don't want to see garbage matchups. Yeah, because now, no. now, now it's like 9-3, and three, I'm going to get in the playoff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it takes it back to what's going on yeah. in the NFL. Right yeah, now. so now it's like 9-3 and three should be disgusting. Right. Nine and three should be terrible. Like, right. whoa, that was not a good enough if year. Nine and three is, a and great now year, nine and three is like, trouble. yeah, I'm, I'm good. I mean, you string together a few, string together a few, uh, you know, a few wins, and I could be a national champion. Right, mm-hmm. right. Who cares about losing to Ohio State and Michigan State and Penn State? You know, like, it's kind of, 
eight teams might be the sweet spot. Um, figure out the whole, figure out the whole conference thing. See, I, I disagree, Mark. I, I, I would, I would think the Power Five would auto, would get automatic. You want bids. the auto? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see both sides of it, but if what if the Power Five auto qualifier is. I don't know. They could just be not good at all. You know, like we're seeing, we've seen US, UCF, and like even this year, for for example, UCF is a great football team, but they lost their quarterback in a mm. disgusting injury, gruesome injury. We've seen that happen to teams. Yeah, like Tua I, is like what, what's what's up with Tua? He didn't have the boot on for the Heisman Trophy pre- presentation, but that dude didn't look like a guy that was about to go play the most high scoring team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Here right. in what two weeks? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. But that dude's got to be like paddled to the metal, you know. Yeah, well, they're but, and they're one exception, you know, because we know that they have a national championship caliber quarterback backing up to yeah, which is yeah. insane. Yeah, but yeah. It, they have it. So. But then, I mean, with the eighteen playoff, we'd be th- we'd be talking about a lot of the different things right now because we'd be watching games tomorrow. That's Realistically, true. Realistically, the playoffs. Would that's start true, and I know that that's early. one thing that they that always consider break. That, that we have would yeah. be that format is that's that's a question I feel like maybe is unanswered, but maybe I just don't know enough about what they're saying mm. because it could also push it later mm. is the other option. They play the same, they play these ones in the 29th like they are right now, and then they play a, a, another round, mm-hmm. you know, where they have the national championship, and then you go another week or two. But yeah, you're right, it could be now ish, you know, where they're playing round one. Yeah, and then January 2nd is the. Yeah. The actual national championship. Yeah. I think that's how I would like to see it at least. Right. And, and then I do I don't want to ignore the one downfall with all of this, which is something I feel like I ignored personally when we did start the playoff in general, which is sort of the devaluation of the existing bowl games. Like Ohio State's playing in the Rose Bowl. But they're Who a little cares? disappointed. They're like uh, a little bummed out about yeah. that. And the fan well, base the, is. Uh, MSU, I'm so glad we got to play in the one hundredth Rose Bowl, the last Rose Bowl of the modern of the of the old era. Yeah. Because it was still such an awesome experience and yeah. an awesome thing. There was nothing tarnishing it. You know, we weren't really, to be honest, we weren't really disappointed not to be in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Even though it was we were a few bogus pass interference calls from beating Notre Dame and being in that discussion, but mm. I digress. Well, you know, I, I was, in in retrospect, I'm glad that we didn't get that because we probably would have gotten taken apart by what was a Florida yeah. State that year. Mm. And instead, we got to go and beat a solid Stanford, top five Stanford team yeah. and fi- finish the year like three or four, you know, in the and standings. This year, and well, that and this a, year that the Rose Bowl. game for you guys too. That put you on. Yeah, put us on. I mean, that was, yeah, that was yeah. A, that that's was what, a great game to watch. That was. That was that. That was kind of like the the coming out party, if you will, for right. For and Mark I, I'd love to go and, back to the Rose Bowl next year, but it's assuming that you either won the Big Ten and are disappointed that you didn't make the playoff, or, and if it goes to eight teams, this would be the way every single year, or you actually lost your mm-hmm. your conference, mm-hmm. and now the Rose Bowl kind of stinks, right? Yeah. And so that's the one thing I almost want to find a way to incorporate the Rose Bowl into the playoff every year. So it's actually just a playoff mm-hmm. game, and maybe maybe it's a playoff game that automatically incorporates the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and you ignore the seeding. I don't know how to make that aspect no, of this I think, work. I think Those are all unanswered questions to yeah, me. I, but. Th- I think that, unfortunately, the bowl games and conference affiliations are is one is gonna have to like for lack of a better term die it's gonna be sacrificed it it has to be because there's no way to keep conference alignments or conference like like the sugar bowl is big 12 sec Mm -hmm. 
And I think the only there's only two bowl games that still have conference tie-ins now. You know, where, you know, the Music City Bowl might be, you know, we'll... Big Ten's third-ranked team. Yeah, whatever. Max second or something, yeah. And that's kind of how... That's kind of how it's been. Like bowl games historically, before the the advent of the playoff or even the BCS, bowl games were a celebration for conference champions to go to go and have another game and to celebrate the season. Um, that's why back in the back in the day, uh, you know, you didn't go to bowl games unless you were a conference champion. Right. If and the Big Ten, you'd go to the basically Rose Bowl or bust. It was Rose Bowl or bust. Um, and it wasn't until I think like the late seventies, early eighties when it, when they started to realize, Oh, the revenue streams that, that come from these games. And then it started to kind of steam or, you know, snowball. But, um, honestly the Rose bowl. Yeah. If you're playing in the Rose bowl and you're not playing in the, in the playoff, especially if it's an 18 playoff, who gives a rip about the Rose Bowl. I know, Bowl. and it, it, there's part of me that really Honestly. mourns that. You know, so I'm kind of duplicitous you know, yeah. on this. I love the playoff, but at the same time, that's so depressing. Yeah, it so is. depressing. Well, yeah. It's yeah. almost like... We all like, grew up watching the, the parade. and Yeah, oh, yeah. We, I want the Rose Bowl to be the granddaddy so, of them yeah. all, not like uh, whatever. Like a sidestep, yeah. yeah. But, but I don't see why you couldn't take like the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl sugar and like make those the playoff games. Right, and I would almost say forget about the conference affiliations it's ahead of that, make to. those games still important. Make them still important. The, I just want yeah, those to be preserved new, somehow. Then that's the only way you'll be able to sell it to the people that, yeah. that run that. I mean, dude, the, the people that run the Rose Bowl-like game, those guys, you know, like they're – that's why it's still Big Ten, Pac-12, because they were, they're unwilling – there's tradition. To part with that tradition. Yeah. Well, hold on a when, second, though. The Rose Bowl for the national championship, when Vince Young and Texas won it, right. Texas was yeah. when it, when it rotates, rotation. When it yeah. rotates into the playoff or when it wrote, when back in the BCS days, when it would rotate, they would they were okay with that because yeah. they were one of the top docs. Yeah. Right. Which would mean, which I think would mean that they'd be okay with us saying, okay, here's your... Yeah. Now, now, what we're talking about is super related to our next topic. It's a good transition because we're talking about now the players picking up on the same theme. We're talking about the fans mourning the loss of, which is the mm. importance of bowl games. Right. Players now are catching on. Okay, yep. these bowl games barely matter. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean, gosh, as much as I want my team to win, they're playing, MSU's going to be playing in the Red Box Bowl. Yay. Used to be the Foster Farms Bowl. <laughs> that was before better. that, it was the Pepperidge Farms Bowl. I was, I, right. That's what I thought it was. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. And now that I get I get the sponsorship. It's all money, and it makes it yeah, sound yeah. silly. But at the same time, it's like, hey, they understand that if you call it you know, the Red Box California Bowl, everyone yeah. just – thinks of it as a California bowl. So like they just name it after themselves, mm-hmm. the sponsors. So, but the, I digress. The bowl, <laughs> the players are realizing with the playoff mm-hmm. bowl games are even less important. And you know, what's really important is my NFL career and all that money mm-hmm. I'm about to get. And so I want to protect my knee, you know, mm-hmm. a la Jake, Butt and sit this one out in mm-hmm. order to make sure I still get, and he blew his and, knee out in a, in a, like a big, big time game. Right. Too. But he's now the kind of the, one of the faces of the whole sit out your bowl game. And, Kids are sitting out in they're sitting out New Year's six games mm-hmm. that aren't playoff games because it's like, well, what right. Right. we can't win a championship after this, so what's the point? Well, I think one of the things that Jake Butt did too was when he that insurance policy. Yeah. I mean he that was genius. He took out an insurance policy on himself to if he did if that did happen to him that he still Now did he I mean, claim he or some of those insurance policies I thought were like only if you never play the sport again. 
even for another snap. Oh, as far as I know, I, I thought that he claimed like 1.2 million oh, or something okay. off of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean that's, I don't I don't remember exactly, but I that's what I that mitigates remember. some I mean, of smart. it. But here, here, here's here's my yeah. But here, what are you actually going to make in the NFL? That's a different yeah. yeah. Here's my hot take. I'm going to preface preface this by I think that as a 21, 22 year old man, that you have the right to make whatever decision that you want to make. And then I understand that if you're looking at the 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 prospect of being drafted within the first 10 to 15 picks in the draft, and that's millions and millions of dollars. Um, I understand it. And I've seen so many athletes' draft stocks plummet mm-hmm. when they come back, in both football and basketball, really. Um, but here's, here's the one, one issue I have with it. Um, they were, the, these, these, most of these guys we're talking about are the, the top-level athletes, of course, which means they came to those schools with a scholarship, Right. That that education that brought them, you know, they didn't give them the scholarship just to we have to do this or whatever. No, they they're giving you school and education and everything. So I'm just hoping that these guys that are leaving early are still gonna get their degree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I see a r- guy like Rashawn Gary. Don't think he's graduating. He's going to the NFL. Mm-hmm. What happens? You blow your you blow your knee out first first rookie camp. You just yeah. knees just gone. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully they go back, you know, and I, I, that would be my right. only thing. I just, you know, they you were given a scholarship, you made that commitment. I'm not saying you got to stay and and do it in four years and you stay till you're a senior. I'm not saying that, but you know, think about that. And I think that like Nick Bosa, you know, has he been going to school? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like what's he been doing? Like what's he been doing for the last three months? I think yeah. he's been rehabbing. So not it, yeah. but but you know, so he didn't have to go to school, school anymore. No. So they just pulled his scholarship and. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's my I guess absolutely. that's my question. You know, if you say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to quit and go to the NFL," that you cut ties with the university right. and they they pull the scholarship, give that money to somebody else. I mean, I guess now Abosa is maybe a bad example because that kid does not need this, the education because he's gonna he's, he's gonna yeah. make so much money day one. He's just gonna get drafted. Signing, what, yeah. he's, what are they saying? He's top three draft pick. He's projected number one right now. Yeah, yeah. So and Rashawn Gary is in the top five, five and he's, he's gonna five, do sure. he's gonna be doing just fine just with the signing bonus. So right. I guess but he you're could right. You do out. never know what happens and how much you know they don't have a ton of guaranteed money and or how stuff many guys like in the top five have been drafted and they're just like right terrible. Right, you know, like oh, I hope they. What are they gonna? What are they doing now? How many guys do you see? Oh, I'm an ex NFL player, and they're like selling insurance or you know right at, down at the Lincoln dealership or they're announce- that's just real or they're announcing games or, on ESPN Ocho. or they're announcing games. I mean, the that's Ocho. like that's the, for real. The Ocho, the they're Ocho. on the Ocho yeah, announcing the Ocho. games. Um, but I think with with Bosa or with everything that you're saying is that if to me it's almost the other side of it from the fan side is they signed a contract. Mm-hmm. to play for this team and i get leaving early like that's always been an option but play your season out right like i mean you you knew the risk going into playing football so you've known it your whole life yeah so so you I, saying it's their that, choice too i get it but so you saying maybe you agree with you might agree with the bowl game but like play the play the season like don't oh, I think they should play the bowl game until oh, you leave, leave the bowl you, game you, too. You are, yeah, yeah, that's like fair. I mean, yeah. we go to work to get paid. Yeah, they're getting paid to go to a school essentially by paying mm-hmm. for their their academics. So you know, we're about to open that can of worms. Well, yeah, there's a he, athletes, yeah, there's but, well, no, but I mean, like essentially, yeah, there's a to give me, and take. I look at that. There's a give and take, and you've signed a contract. If you decide to leave after your junior season, okay, fine, but play out your junior season whether you mm-hmm. play in a bowl game or not. And I think it's starting to get a little out of hand now too, where. 
I mean, there's there's guys that are sitting out bowl games that they're not gonna they're not gonna right. go in the first round, let alone right. go. Be yeah, some, like I read something that there's five players from Michigan that are uh, thinking about sitting out. Oh yeah. my goodness, really? Yeah. So Rashawn Gary, Devin Bush, um, Lavert Hill, uh, David Long, and uh, Karan Higdon are all are all thinking wow. about sitting out. Wow, dude, Karan Higdon. Love the guy to death, dude. You're a fifth rounder, mm-hmm. at best, right? Yeah, you you should be playing and and to try, raise your and, stuff. and try and try to run all over Florida yeah. so that maybe you can be a third rounder. Yeah, right. like if you get hurt, if, if you get you know what I mean, like what right. the heck is He's that? He's cut his wrist, and, and you know, and then the salty Michigan fan in me is like, and you're a captain, dude. Yeah, you were voted, oh, man, you were voted so a hard. captain. Yeah, and you're gonna right sit out. out a bowl game? Come on, like, bro. Is, well, I, is LJ Scott sitting? No, LJ declared that he's playing. He kind of needs to, right? Yeah. Like I mean, he's like, he declared for the draft, but he's going to play. But he's going to yeah. he's going to try to up that draft stock. Now, well, I, and that's the I same like thing that. with Traymond Jones. Is well, you know, he's made a he's made a big jump this season because Nick Bosa was gone. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, he's so he's he declared been, he, and said, he "I'm also playing." But he's yeah. like, "I'm playing in the Rose Bowl because I started with my brothers." And I'm going to finish this. See, with my brother. But is that like the real this. reason? I mean, well, no, I you know, you know, I mean, I kind of have feelings on both sides because if if the big one for MSU is Justin Lane, um. You know, is he? He hasn't. I don't. He hasn't declared anything unless he did in the last fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. But like, if if he goes pro, which he's, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Ever. There's no way he's going to listen. He, <laughs> he he. That's hilarious. Um, he he <laughs> is good enough to go pro, right? He might. He should probably go pro. Yeah. Gosh, I would love to see him back in the Greenway next year. He's he's un, he's going to be unbelievable if he comes back. Um, but if he goes pro, then the, then it begs the question about the Red Box Bowl. And if he sits it out, I won't be mad. I won't hold it against him. It's, so, it's sort of the product of what we've created by well by monetizing college football, by creating playoffs instead of being satisfied no, with bowls. Here, here, here's, you know. here, here's another thing. I mean, we all remember Jabril Peppers, right? Mm-hmm. He never played in a single bowl game while at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Well, he was here for three years. He never played in a bowl game. Yeah, he was suited up to last year and was cramping yeah. up or something before the game. Yeah, he something just, happened he right just did not. Yeah, he just did not play. Yeah, and and there's a lot of speculation as to why, but yeah, why? <laughs> his his answer is why? You know why right. why do why do play? You know like right. the seat my. Being on the field isn't going to improve my team's overall output for the for the season, you know. I'm gonna still come back, and and then I'm gonna play. Now I can probably venture to say that if Michigan was playing in a in a big bowl game, that you know he would have been playing. But, but, but like when we, is the New Year's Six? Well, game like, not well, a big like bowl game. well, like the well, yeah. He sat out of the New Year's Six game, and he sat out of the game before with. Um, the Citrus Bowl, which I guess I understood that yeah. a, a mm-hmm. little bit. I was salty because I was there, but you know, that's another thing. But he but, sat it out before he, he was going to leave. Yeah, he you sat. Know, I mean, he sat out the Florida game, and he he said that he had a uh, I don't know that his his something wasn't a hundred percent. Well, and like nothing's one hundred percent. He was he was suited up. He was warming up, and then he just didn't play. Well, maybe he really was injured though. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I'll give and him the I'm benefit not even out. But what I'm I saying can't stand is, that guy, what I'm saying is though, <laughs> right. is I think I think there's more of that happening. Where, yeah, I mean, I don't have the motivation, and I think that goes to tie it full circle. I think that goes to just it's the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, yeah. we were ten. And, we were ten topic. and three. Yeah, 
or were nine and three. They had a nine and three season, and their tenth win was the bowl game. But it's like we were nine and three. Mm-hmm. Like we we weren't even close to. Nobody is talking about Michigan. Yeah, I'm not risking this for a bowl. Yeah, just... you know, I mean, I I don't agree with it at all. I in fact I hate it. But I mean, I'm I'm trying to see it from from that that side, I guess. Sure. And and then, you know, the Jake Butt thing is totally you know. yeah. I mean, I fell for we'll that see. kid. That's that stinks. That's brutal. He was trying to win a game, and he's like, he he's like uh, that the guy from from Ohio State. Like, you know, I'm I'm living and dying with my dudes. Mm-hmm. And if that means I'm gonna go blow my ACL out, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to beat Florida State. I'm gonna try to win. He's gonna try to beat Washington. Like I'm trying to win this game. Yeah, I think all of this comes back to. I mean, we're just fans that want to see our teams at their best. Yeah, their their best level. Period. Yeah. So and, it's the and thing I mean, that the I... whole season I've I've watched going, you know, Nick Bosa goes out what game three with an abdominal tear, and then all of a sudden like two days later you're like, and he's never coming back. Like. Really, you've already made this decision. Like you couldn't. Recoup. Well, in that time, it was I mean, like my dream time was like hoping that he would come back and play against Michigan. Right, at least, very but. realistic possibility too of making the playoff, and yeah. he still declared. I mean, I would have at least waited to see what happened there if I were him. But yeah, you know, it, it may have been that whole rehab thing and not being able to do school and mm-hmm. stick with the team, and then also rehab effectively and be ready for the draft. I don't know, dude. It's it's hard to throw stones because I do think it's ultimately. For me, it's it's kind of the the negatives, the con of what we've created in college football. Absolutely, as even as fans urging, you know, the powers that be to create playoffs and five and one champion and turn this into a money machine and you know which happened naturally on its own. But like, it, it's just it's the it's the sad other part of it that you didn't consider before you wanted a, yeah. a, a playoff and want to expand it. So we're gonna have more negative stuff, and I think this attitude is gonna be more prominent once we if and when we expand it to eight. It's probably heading that way, and I've always wanted it to be that way, and I'm probably going to complain about this stuff and re- not realize the implications fully until we get there. Mm-hmm. But that's the other my, thing to think about. And I get that football is more a more violent sport, but um, you can get injured just as easily playing basketball, and you never see these kids that you know for a fact are just going to be one and done, you know, skipping out on the tournament. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. Well, I mean, the tournament is what makes them ultimately. Like, the season yeah. can go yeah. great the whole time, but, I mean, imagine if Carmelo sits out yeah. the year. But imagine if Carmelo, you know, shooting a jumper in the round of 32 blows his knee out, and now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what happened? I am I guess I guess my thing is I'm with you. I'm with you, uh, Dave. I just, like, play the games. Mm-hmm. Play them. Let the chips fall where they may. And knowing that you signed up to play football, mm-hmm. and in football, <laughs> things like that happen. Yeah. And more times than not, you're going to come out of that game unscathed. Yeah, but the other side of it too, and I, I guess I don't know the 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 legal side of this is if, if they do get hurt as a junior, if you know somebody gets blows a knee out, like is, does the school have to allow them to finish their education under the scholarship, or do they have the right at that point in time to pull the scholarship? Because yeah, that's, that's a really interesting question. Because if if I'm a if I'm a guy who's who's a Nick Bosa, who's a top five pick, and I decide okay i'm gonna keep playing and then i do blow my knee out or tear my abdominal muscles completely where i'm never playing football again does ohio state have the right to take that away from me because i mean that changes the game they probably have the right but goodness gracious i would hope that they would never do that you would hope so but i mean they only have a certain amount of scholarships available and this is yeah it's a money grab well like um at michigan uh grant newsom uh office of lineman tackle Mm -hmm horribly 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 blew his knee out mm-hmm. like to a point where he almost lost his leg and lost his life actually mm-hmm. um they've 
he retired. Mm-hmm. But I think they're still honoring that scholarship. Yeah. Now, I don't think, though, that that counts against the their, number their of scholarships. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it goes into a different Right, it's like an category. injured reserve. You know, it's yeah, like he's know? still like on the The university team, has a certain number of scholarships right. for a bunch of other things, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, it, and it just kind of moved into this, like, he's not playing. He's, he's, it's, it's not competitive advantage. Like, he, he's never going to play football again, but... You know, he came here to play football, and it's just because he got hurt. So during one of our football games, yeah, that he deserves to finish it yeah. out. So talking about players missing bowl games, I mean, it's appropriate to talk about our bowl previews. I mean, our teams that okay. that are playing in these next few weeks, and what's at stake, what's on the line, what we'd like to see, uh, what we're hoping to learn. Um, I think we should go in in order of prominence, and so that puts me first because. Ours is the least. We're playing in the Red Box Bowl Red in Box review, Bowl. Um, and we had a pretty. Where is the Red season. Box Bowl? It's in Santa Clara, California. Oh, so it's at Levi Stadium. Yeah. Red yeah. Box is pretty big out there. Then, I guess. Yes, yeah. yeah. Is there more Red Boxes? Than is there just than per capita there? just more Red Boxes <laughs> in California? <laughs> like, I, like I guess when I think Red Box, I don't think of Santa Clara, California. But. Right. You're thinking they're going to host it in Boise, Idaho, on the Blue Field or something. Just, That's the potato. It's somewhere bowl or something. terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, these names make the bowl sound worse than they even are. This is oh, actually yeah. best case scenario for our Spart- my Spartans yeah. this year because we could have been. I mean, gosh, we could have been that pinstripe team. You know, dude, I almost thought I thought you guys were for sure going to be the pinstripe. Or we could have been the quick lane. I mean, who ended up going to the pinstripe? Purdue or something? Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. They're playing Miami. Wisconsin team. Who would have thought that in the cold playing against Miami in the cold? I mean, gosh, who would have thought that Wisconsin versus Miami would be the pinstripe bowl this year? That could have easily been the fiesta bowl, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's wild. It's it's really wild. Like as far as name recognition. Well, that's what I mean. This year has been so weird. I mean, Michigan State versus Oregon. MSU versus Oregon is is the Red Box a great, bowl, but that could it's have a great bowl been draw name wise. A New Year's Six game, right? You could have thought five years thought. ago it would have been right. Not even, not even. So, I mean, I think that I think it's really interesting um, what's kind of played out here, and and the bowl season is a little bit lacking. I don't know. It's a little lacking this year, just in matchups and stuff like that. Mm. But we'll get into some of those things. This one, Did you know, there's games be, this weekend. Yes, I know. I got to make all my picks. Uh, th- it's kind of a happy accident, MSU Oregon. Like, and I was I was pretty psyched. Mm-hmm. It's it's I'm not going or anything, but it's a warm weather bowl. The team is going to get more amped up about that. It's in California. It's um, it, warmish weather. You know, San Francisco is mm-hmm. kind of weird weather, but um, it's outside of San Francisco, so it might be a little bit better. Um, you know, you've got two kind of good, nice names for the marquee and on there and the matchup. I mean. Um, especially more modern kind of new money type of, as I've heard somebody else say, new money type of matchup, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of good teams in the last several years or so. But anyway, uh, what I'd like to see, really what I want to get out of this, it'd be great to win, but that's secondary to me. I want to see the offense do something. Actually, there's there's two ways for an MSU victory for me in this game in terms of a fan perspective. Either the offense finds a gear that it hasn't found all year because they finally get healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that it sounds like an excuse to say, oh, but they're not healthy. There were some ridiculous amount of injuries. Every offensive lineman missed games except for one. Um, every We were like four deep on the wide receiver depth chart at, at different points in the year. You know, every starter missed games from the wide receiver perspective. Often two of the three or even uh, maybe even – I think two of the three at the same time for multiple games, you know, our starting running back at the beginning of the year who has high hopes of being an NFL running back, missing the majority of the season on injury, our starting quarterback, not looking right all year, I suspect because of some un, 
reported injury, but then getting legitimately injured, not being able to really even throw the ball starting against Michigan. Um, all that stuff. It's, it's a, it's a, could be used as an excuse. I'm not trying to use an excuse. It's a mm-hmm. reason, though, that our yeah. offense is sputtered. Maybe one of many reasons, but it is a reason. And so I would like to see, now that we have health, the excuse is, the excuse is gone. We better come into that. I would think we were going to come with that with enough health that you should be able to at least score some points against, I think, what is a mediocre Oregon team, defensively, anyway. Um, so yeah, let's they, get they, out there. They, uh, Yeah, Oregon, Oregon averages... Um, 450 yards a game, um, going up against a defense that only allows 300 yards a game, which 300 yards seems high, but I mean, in in terms of you know college football, that's actually a really good number. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think the biggest the biggest thing that the, the obviously that that we're going to be looking at in this game is the Michigan State defense against the Oregon offense. And I think if Michigan State can win that battle, they'll do enough. Because I, I think you're right. Or it's not like Oregon has this like sure. all-world defense. And so just like they have, Michigan State has this entire season. That defense is going to go out there and set them up. Right. They're going to tee that ball up, and all all that offense has to do is be okay. Right. And that's what I'm saying. They just have to be okay, and they win the game. It, but if they go out there and they're in, inept, like they had been in, right. in many games this season. Then it's going to be one of those games where you're going. And that's why I say, as a Spartan mm-hmm. fan, it, there's two ways to have a victory in this game. It's either by showing signs of life on offense, because if we had an an okay offense, average, middle mm-hmm. of middle of the road offense all season, we would be in a great. We would have been in position to compete yeah. for that top spot in the East. Mm-hmm. I I fully believe that our our defense was high caliber, mm-hmm. especially for how many minutes they spent on the field. Um, so there's that end of it, or. And some Spartan fans would agree with me on this, and I'm not sure if I agree with me on this, but this is a, this is a, an opinion that's out there. Or we go out there and we put up six points and fire Dave Warner, and now we because next year we're still oh going to have a great defense. Listen, we're still going to have a great That'd defense. We're still going to have a great defense next year. All we need to do is find a way to be okay, average on offense, and we'll have a great year next year. Well, we'll that bounce would be, back. It would be like literally carbon copies of the Michigan 2017. That's what it is. That's oh exactly what it is, Chase. I because hate to admit it. I hate that, to admit anything in common well, Michigan, but that's exactly what MSU is this year. I mean, it's just last year Michigan was so terrible on offense. Mm. Our defense would tee it up. Like, all you got to do is just... Tap it in, yeah. <laughs> and 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 tap, John O'Cord would go out there and he'd be like, "I'd rather just overthrow my receiver by twenty yards and just go right into the right into the safety's arms." Right, mm. that'd be m- much better. And the same thing in the bowl game. You think after four weeks off that they will come up, concoct some sort of right game plan? And we were down, I think, seventeen three at halftime against South Carolina, and you're going. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get fired? Well, nobody got fired. In fact, uh, nobody got fired <laughs> for that. So hopefully, if, if the, for you guys, if that happens um, and and just the offense is just just as lost on uh, – when is that game that's on the 31st? Yeah. Just as lost on that day uh, as, they, as they were against uh, um, – I don't know, like even that Rutgers game, it was just like, oh, man, right. this, they can't even move oh, the ball you on man, Rutgers. you managed 14 mm. points against Rutgers yeah, at so, home. So it's just like, man, what? you know, you really want to see something else. Um, but honestly, I think, I think can, we, can I start with the picks? Can I, can oh, I pick it? Yeah, go ahead. Pick it. Uh, just uh, anyways, I, I, think, I think Michigan State is going to win this game, and I think they're going to win because their defense is going to be the best unit on the, on the field. 
hands down. Yeah. So I think that defense coupled with an offense that's going to be healthier and an offense that is going to be rested and kind of playing more like they played at that first half of the season. Right. Going to do enough to okay. to get over the get over. The I like your that. pick, Chase. I like it. Dave, you want to pick pick my team here? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's <laughs> going to be a close game, and I am going to pick your your team okay. also. Um, right. I mean, I think it's you're looking at like a 24-21 yeah. type game, 14-17, something like that. But I do think Michigan State's going to win. I do think that Warner needs to be fired. No Showing the door. What if they come later. out and they score 42 against Oregon? I don't care. Look you don't at what care? you've done the rest of the season. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you honestly. He won't be. I guarantee if we score points, he will not. He will 100% not be. And there's going to be well, a semi-legit excuse that we've fault. had 50 injured offensive players. I mean, mm-hmm. I get that part of it. He's never been outstanding, though. So mm-hmm, I'd yeah. like to see him go. But yeah, I, get and what I you're think saying. that's Antonio's fault. I get. The, I mean, I'm out of our three coaches. To be honest, I think your coach is the one I like from a personal standpoint, probably the best. I don't like any of our coaches all the way, but um, I, I do think you guys are going to win. I think he needs to let Warner mm-hmm. ride the. Right off into the sunset, and if he does put up points, let him ride off on a high note, and hopefully get a job at. Uh, I was gonna say, get him with a his, with his a, a, a first official recruit with uh, Jay Rue Campbell, Ferris State. He can go run Ferris State's offense. Ooh, but ooh. which is another reason why you guys are hurting. You lost that scholarship too. Jay Rue Campbell would be a different ball game for you guys right now. Right. Yeah. I so. mean, well, so he, so here's where I'm at with this. I think that we're gonna lose the game, um, but I hope I'm wrong. So I'm I'm picking, I'm picking MSU with, uh, or I'm I'm picking Oregon to beat MSU with the hope that I'm just dead wrong. I just, I just don't see it. You think it's a close game? I think it's, I think it's a close game. I think it's relatively low scoring, but I'm just not, I still don't have the confidence that our offense is able to muster much. They're definitely not going to be able to keep up if it's a, if it's high flying. I mean, unless you, like you say, for some reason there's some aberration and it's just like, well, Oregon's not the Oregon we're used to seeing now. You know, they're not, they're not a million miles an hour. They're right. not the super spread. I mean, there's some of those characteristics, but they don't fly. They're not lightning speed anymore. Um, they're different. They're trying to be a little bit stronger, you know, on the interior and, and run the ball up the middle. Um, but one thing I know is I just don't think MSU is going to be ready to run the ball. So we're going to be one dimensional. They're going to know how to. They're going to know how to defend it, and they they have four weeks to prepare for our vanilla passing offense. And I just think it's going to be it's going to be too tough to overcome. A little side note: that. looks like. Just preliminary betting lines has Oregon as a three point favorite. So right, right. And, I mean and they're so, predicting they're predicting it to be a close game, and I don't even know. I don't think they put. I don't think they put over under. Oh yeah, they do. Let me uh, let me look at this really quick. They have the uh, they have the over under at forty eight. So right right in right in line scoring, with that 20, game, 21, yeah. 24 type type deal. Yeah, I, I could see that could see that being the case. I think our offense or defense still might be the best unit on the field, but our offense will be the worst unit on the field. And I just don't know if it's gonna be enough to overcome. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean I hope I'm dead wrong. I feel you. I hope I'm dead wrong. But if that is what happens, man, I, I hope we make some changes offensively because I, I think we could waste another year. Next year we could be in contention if we can move the ball and score some points. Mm-hmm. But if we don't, if we're too if we're too stubborn, I love Coach D. Love him. Love him. Love him. But he is very loyal maybe to a fault. And mm-hmm. I like that he's loyal, but I don't like that he might be loyal to a fault. It's time. It's unfair to the program. It's unfair to the players. unfair to the other coaches. It's unfair to even the fan base mm-hmm. to – to be loyal to the fault. Yeah. So there needs to be accountability. Let's move on because this game is not all that important. So we'll move on. Let's move up the ladder to the Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl. Uh, Peach Bowl is uh, between Michigan and Florida. Number seven, Michigan. Number 10, Florida. 
Um, kind of kind of iffy on this game because as a Michigan fan, uh, we've played Florida a lot, mm-hmm. um, and it just kind of sort of feels like uh, it sort of feels like I guess the the appropriate topping to this season because the two major games that we had uh, on the road. Um, opportunities to get us into a playoff perhaps we failed and our deserved trophy is to go play florida (laughs) in the peach bowl at noon (laughs) on saturday the day that all the college football playoff games are are happening so it's just kind of like i think though the 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 big question going into the game is who who's playing for michigan yeah that's what i was thinking too. Uh, because we're a seven and a half point favorite with all of our players, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if right. uh, if those five guys that I mentioned earlier, um, if if Rashawn Gary, Devin Bush, Lavert Hill, David Long, and Karan Higdon all choose to sit this game out, dude, wipe that seven and a half points off the table. I mean, seriously, well, you I almost you almost switch it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah you I almost don't. flop it. I mean, could you imagine losing those five guys right. like taking right. Gary and and. Bush off the field. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just, it well, changes think, your whole defensive alignment. I think both teams full strength. Well, and I, this this bowl game matchup is kind of a joke. I think Michigan wins running away, mm. and I think it's a very it's a lacking. It's a one of the least compelling bowl games of the slate because we've seen it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I feel it's like, like if Michigan wins, it's like cool. <laughs> right, we saw that before. Right. We saw that last year. But if if Florida wins, it's kind of like. Okay, uh, you're now one in five against Michigan or something historic, yeah. or, or or just like it's it's kind of just like a lose lose, and it goes back to the to the whole bowl game like New Year's Six. You say it's a New Year's Six. Well, yeah, what does that mean though? Right. If it's a New Year's Six, that's not the playoff. Then it doesn't matter, you know. Mm. Like it's, it's just, a sad reality. Well, what I would have liked to have seen though, honestly, as a as a, a different from a di- coming from a different fan base, I would have loved to have seen Michigan play Georgia somehow. Mm-hmm. And I know Chase, you and I have talked about this at another time, and you were, you were talking about how it just seems like the way the Bulls get get their opportunities to pick that that maybe never yeah. could have happened. But well, it's gosh, because of the conference. Been, it's because of those conference tie-ins. Right. Georgia was always going to go to the Sugar Bowl no matter what. It wouldn't have been a great matchup. Gosh, I wish they could talk about it a little yeah. bit more mm-hmm. and come up with good matchups instead of just this is the team well, I want. This is the team I want. This Georgia, is the team I want. Georgia, Tex- Georgia, Texas is not a terrible matchup. I mean. It's, it's not that attractive. Georgia's going to beat Texas pretty handily. <laughs> Probably. You know, Michigan, yeah. if they all play, would, would beat, I think would beat Florida pretty handily. But Michigan-Georgia could be interesting. Mm. I or think Michigan, Georgia would probably win that game. Or, or Michigan-LSU. Michigan-LSU. That was sort of the or one like, that I gosh, was pulling for, to be honest. Like, yeah. This one you'd, hate, that would be you'd hate to see this one probably as a Michigan fan. But for the rest of us, it'd be kind of fun to see Michigan-UCF U- U- just to see what would happen. You know, mm. I know they're missing the quarterback now. But like, yeah. just a more interesting matchup than Michigan-Florida, which we saw last season at the yeah. to start the year. It's just – and I understand different coaches at Florida. There's more, there's more to the storyline. It might be more interesting than I think it's going to be. But, gosh, I yeah. just feel like it's a missed opportunity for bowl season this year. There's a chance for Michigan to – just as a program to get revenged on Dan Mullen because he was the coach for Mississippi State in um, twenty the 2010 season. And they, like, rolled us, like, 52 to 14. It was Rich Rod's very last game. Hmm. He got fired very soon after that. Yeah. But, uh, pretty much right away. Pretty much, like, that next day. Mm-hmm. Um, the second. But, yeah, so, anyways. Um, I really enjoyed when Rich Rod 
Was yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I really love John L. Smith and Bobby Williams as well as John Cooper. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's easy to pick low-hanging fruit. So you got a pick for the game? Yeah, but mine's eight years ago. Yours is 30. Well. Nonetheless. Yeah, I do have a pick for the game. What do you got? If all your guys play, I think Michigan wins hands down. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's – I mean, I think it's, a, it's still a good, decent ball game for a half, but I think eventually Michigan's defense just wears down Florida's offense, and I don't think they can hang with them. So I think Michigan. I don't know if they cover the seven and a half. That's a that's a lot of points. I was going to say I, when I saw that, I was like, "Here we yeah. go again." We got. Yeah. I mean, we got points going into Columbus this year, so it's yeah. like. But <laughs> if you guys, if if those five guys don't play, I mean, I would say even if just Gary and and Bush don't play, I don't know if it's. it's I don't a, know if it's a big enough thing to flip it the other mm-hmm. way, but it's certainly big enough to to give to, ma- to give maybe you know two or two or three to Florida. Well, I mean, th- look at the Ohio State game when when Bush went out. Your your defense became deflated pretty pretty yeah. instantly in that game. I mean that was not that the I mean Ohio State we were already down by three touchdowns. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> it's almost like when they were out there after that, they were just it was a lackadaisical. They yeah. weren't really yeah. giving it their all anymore. But right. I think Michigan wins. If your guys all play, I think Michigan wins. I think it's a seven's a lot of points. But so I see it a similar way, but I don't necessarily think it's just down to those two guys. Mm. You know, I mean, there's a lot of secondary players you listed there, Chase, right? Uh, yeah, David five. Long and Levert Hill. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That those two right there, I think, make a huge difference too. Mm. I mean, you need the majority of those five guys to play. A I mean, majority. all Florida's going to do is just like crossing routes. Well, they and saw that recipe they, can, from Ohio State. Can, can can they stop the crossing route now? No. Mm. We'll continue to do that. See, I don't know enough about Florida's receivers right now to know if they're if they're going to be. I mean, Ohio yeah. State killed Michigan with the crossing routes. Yeah, killed it's them. just speed. And it was I because mean, they had the Florida speed has a lot of speed at, at receiver. Well, but. Michigan tries to run the man the man game, mm. and I know where I'm running. Do you know where I'm running? Hmm. Keep mm. up with me, and I'm gonna go this direction. I'm gonna I'm gonna just make this cut as fast as I can, and I'm I'm gonna have a step on you. And when you have a quarterback like Haskins, that's just accurate. I mean, you're just gonna get destroyed every right, time. Right. So is Felipe Franks? That's the question. Dwayne Haskins? No. no, but I think that there's still you know. I mean, we got to get to the quarterback at least one time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, t- I take Michigan, assuming I- – I'm going to say I think more of those guys play than don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I- has any- have any announced that they're definitely not playing? The only one that's announced that they're for sure not playing is Rashawn Gary. Right. But that was kind of to be expected after he announced literally – like eight hours after a the second, Ohio State yeah. game, that he was yeah. like, "See, you. later." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of figured that he wasn't going to be playing in the game, but um, yeah, yeah. but you know the way we'll he's see. been this year, it's like he's it's not been a great. I mean, he he kind of said, "I kind of thought when he was out midseason, I was like, we probably won't see him again." But Joey Bosa, yeah, 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 he might just kind of pull, pull yeah. the Nick Bosa thing. Oh, you know? Nick Bosa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that the majority of the rest of the guys will play is my thought. And, you know, knowing that Gary's not going to play, it's not a surprise, but, and I think of the, of those names you listed, he's not the, the most important piece. You've got guys backing him up who can play mm-hmm. and, and all that. I think Bush is really important. I think the secondary is going to be really important. And Higdon has been a big, a big uh, tool for you guys over the course of the season as well. So, yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. My, uh, my feelings on this is that, I hope that Michigan comes out playing inspired football with whoever they have on the field. Um, because if they come into this game thinking that they're just going to be able to, you know, run their same kind of 
offense with their same base defense, they're gonna get. I think they'll they'll get beat. So I, I do see I do see them coming out with more uh, intensity. I don't think that they want to let two really bad performances define this season, which I think is a was a was a really great season. So I, I see I see us winning. Um, and I'm with you, Mark. I think more. I think not all five of those players are going to sit out, but right. yeah, if they do, I, I, it's a challenge, but I still think we can overcome that. So we'll see, but I, I'm picking Michigan and I'm picking Michigan to, I agree. Seven and a half is a lot of points. So mm. probably, probably beat them, but you know, close. Right. Well, it should be somewhat fun, especially if they're, I think the losing players makes it a little more intriguing of a matchup. So mm-hmm. it could, it could like, be a better even, game. Even it out a little bit, bit, you know, I mean, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, move over to the granddaddy of them all or used to be, uh, used to be the Rose Bowl. Yeah. When Keith Jackson well, you know was, the, uh, was, <laughs> was the, was the MC of, or was the, the uh, announcer. Uh, the, the announcer. Yeah. Oh dude, those were the best. At least, yeah. It really was guys. At least this year you have both champions though. Mm. This is a rare occurrence. And if we go to eight teams, it's a, it's a, it's done. That this It'll will never, never happen, happen again. It'll just never so, ever happen. Again. You know, as much as MSU's was one of the last true Rose Bowl things, this mm. this kind of could go down as the last Pac-12, Big Ten champion. I mean, I don't know how soon they're thinking the eight team thing will happen. Dude, Ohio State Washington is like a throwback too. Yeah, I mean, it's that's yeah. like a throwback. Game, yeah. I mean, right. for, to the seventies, eighties. You know, yeah, number six versus number nine. I mean, it's a uh, Washington's defense is legit, but can they stop Dwayne Haskins? That's the uh, nobody's been able to really do that. To be honest. Mark, your team, Michigan State, did a pretty decent job of slowing Haskins down this season. I would say even more reason for Warner to go is I think your offense is what actually blatantly lost that game by right. fumbling blatantly. when they did. And yes, yeah, so, um, but I think the intentional safety. Let's okay, not, let's let's not that, forget. Let's not forget that. We, that we don't have time for that. Okay, <laughs> no, right. we're not going to go into that. Um, but no, I think I mean Ohio State comes out and plays the way they played in the last two games. Their D's been playing a little bit. Uh, a little bit better than they have the whole season, a lot better than they have the whole season in the last two games. Um, they got to stop Jake Browning, and uh, they got. I mean, Washington's a solid team. There's not a. Oh, yeah. There's no joke there. I don't know what the spread is off the top of my oh, head. I'm but, pulling it up right now. Yeah, um, but I, I don't think the question. Everything I've been reading has been Washington's D versus Ohio State's O, and I just don't. I don't see enough on Washington's defensive side of the ball to. They really, got the spread at. Ohio State's seven point favorite. Okay, seven, and then no. the over under is at fifty eight. Yeah, which I think that's I mean that probably is, true, right? I think the over is a legit bet there because I mean Ohio <laughs> State's letting up points like crazy. Jake Browning's an NFL caliber quarterback. Um, probably lost some draft stock this year, to be honest. But yeah, um, their their running backs. He's a Miles Gaskin. He's a good kid. Um, they're they're all. I mean, it's a talented team. That's not. It's not going to be an easy game. There's Ohio, talent I mean, there. Ohio but- State averages. 550 yards a game. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's absurd. And I mean, it's all, you saw it against Michigan. It, it's all, their receivers are all 4 1, 4 2, 40 guys. Right. Every one of them. Paris Campbell has to be one of the most explosive slot receivers I've seen in Ohio State in a long time. The last couple of years, I thought, man, a guy drops balls and he fumbles. And, but this year, he's just got the quick. He, he catches the edge, that, and it's like he, he had that, that long run against that was your Michigan, yeah. and then he had the long run in the Big Ten championship game, or the yeah. long catch uh, in the Big Ten championship game, or but was I that mean, a was that a kickoff return? I don't know. He had some long play. And yeah, but you're I just mean, going dang when you have guys like that. Well, and um, Merculus is that the safety that was guarding him on that Metellus. run? Metellus, okay, yeah. um, he 
caught he was at the, he was right with him at the edge and by the time he got to the end zone he was nine yards ahead of him yeah yeah i mean their speed on the yeah, edges a, it's just it's sure. something else i mean i would like to see ohio state be able to run the ball like that's something that they have not successfully done with right. two real good running backs there's and it's no, going to be tough because washington's run defense is one of the solid. best yeah. one of the best they're only average they're, they're only giving up i think they are giving up 105 yards a game Mm-hmm. On on the ground, 116 yards allowed on the on the ground. That's mm-hmm. a that's a pretty, pretty stout rushing yeah. defense. So well, yeah, but the games of Washington that I've watched this year, which hasn't been a ton, mm-hmm. there are times where they look a little bit lost. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, a, and I know this is behind them now, but they had they had pulled Browning for a while mm-hmm. and sending a message there, and and the Pac-12 is down. Yeah. You know, I think Ohio State takes care of them pretty handily. I'm a little bit surprised. My what I looked up, Chase says six and a half in favor of Ohio State. I'm surprised it's not a larger spread than Michigan, Florida, to be honest with you. But mm. because Ohio you got to remember too, money lines they're they're a little facetious because it just because it says betting, it, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, it's about and, betting. Yeah, it's about the fan base. And Michigan, Michigan fan, the Michigan fan base just likes to blow up ton of money that's why michigan in in <laughs> seriously in their 13 games have not been an underdog yeah yeah we've been favored to win every single game we've played this year yeah. so that what does that say right yeah. so for me uh ohio state being a favorite isn't necessarily a, a benefit for us because urban does better when he's the underdog mm-hmm. I, I like going in the games when he's slotted to lose that yeah. game because he i don't think i don't believe in quite some time he's actually lost any yeah. of the games that he was mm-hmm. an underdog in um, but also, I mean, he's eleven and three in bowl games. He give this dude a month and a half to yeah. five weeks to prepare for a game. I don't yeah. think in in those situations there just hasn't really proven to be a lot of people better right. in that case. So, so officially, what's your what's your pick, Mark? Ohio State. Big. I think it's. I think it's going to be a blowout. Like, Ohio I State. Big, I, I mean, I. I just, I just think Dwayne Haskins, Paris Campbell. The, I think the running game is going to get going. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. I just Weber. think that they're going to get going. And dude, this is um, uh, the, the co- who's coming into coach Day. Uh, what's his first Ryan name? Day. Ryan Day. I think Ryan Day is going. This is going to be his coming out party. Yeah. He's not head coaching the thing, but he's he's going to try to the he, transition. The transition is is taking place. It's happening. Yeah. Ryan Day well, is he handling. Wants to, he's going to want to make an example of somebody so they. Everybody going in the next year goes. I can guarantee oh, I'm, I'm okay. you that Ryan I'm, Day. I'm Ryan Day. Yeah. yeah, I can guarantee you Ryan Day is taking over some of that day, some of that stuff. All right. And in now. a future episode, we'll have to talk about you know outlook for next year and things mm-hmm. like that, and how many people are going to leave and declare from Ohio State, and mm-hmm. what the, what is that? What are the implications on next season and Day in his first year? And you know, is there going to be a change of the guard a little bit in the Big Ten, or at least to be have it be yeah. up for grabs for a couple seasons or something like that? No. Uh, but that'll be an interesting topic, but. I think we all see Ohio State winning this. So the only the, – I've got the only – Well, I haven't given my prediction Oh, yet. you haven't given your prediction. I haven't. And, I, I mean, I'm, I've been a little down on my team this year, so I, I don't think Ohio State's going to win big. I think it's going to be – Okay. Something. I think it's going to be right in that – I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be in that six, seven-point range. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's going to I, I mean, it's 14, hey, listen. I think it's 14 minimum, but, that, hey, we all think like, they're going to win. That's what I hope. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping, sure. for, I'm hoping for a big win. I'm hoping for a – I'm just saying Sorry, and this I'm is for a Michigan win. this is this is something that this is something that we've talked about. I always we always talk about the the 2014 Ohio State team that just mm-hmm. they didn't look good until the last 3 games of the season mm-hmm. and it was like do not get in front of them because mm-hmm. they're they're just going to roll you. And they rolled everybody they played and yeah. it's just like I just 
I'm not saying it's that level, but I'm saying, dude, I wouldn't want to be Washington right now. Right. Yeah, not, right. a not, team that a team that is losing their coach and got snubbed from the playoff. Good yeah. luck, bro. And, right, <laughs> and that's what happened last year. And I mean, look what I mean. Ohio State's D did the same. Darnold and USC yeah. last year. It was that yeah. was ugly yeah. to yeah. even yeah. see on their side. We reserve the right, uh, as we said at the beginning, to this is going to morph, it's going to develop. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this or not, but yeah. uh, we're doing this more, more or less for our fun, and we're going to talk football anyway. So why not just throw a recorder on? I'm going to listen to this thing on my way home tonight, and maybe, <laughs> and maybe next time when Mark gets Starbucks delivered to him, he gets one for each yeah. of us. Yeah, what, what the, the listeners <laughs> didn't see is that he got a Starbucks hand delivered to him about five minutes ago. And I'm gonna leave that door, that, the door sound effect. It's gonna just leave it in there. Yeah, yeah there. it's gonna get ampl- I was mid, I was mid talk too, and, and you know, sometimes. Oh, you were like, you, you were can, like, you were like, you threw the hand out. You, you did, you know, the typical catch diamond. You know, like throw the ball into my hand. Well, yeah. Anyways, and my uh, my seven year old came up big, and she delivered a perfect pass. So perfect did, pass, Starbucks go. right into the hand. There you go. No, it's but better, I think better that, than uh, the work he has done all year. No, I think I think that what <laughs> I have nothing to say to you. I have nothing to say to you. Wow. wow, wow, we can be best frenemies. Best frenemies. <laughs> we're gonna hold hands and skip down the hallway now. It's the part. That's why this is an audio-only podcast yeah. because we're actually holding hands right now. <laughs> we're holding hands as we speak. <laughs> Except for we wouldn't all be able to stand next to each other and walking yeah. down the hallway at the that's same true. time. That's true. That's true. Okay. Chase and I being a little girthier. Mark would be in the middle of it. Yeah. Listeners, if you made it this far, thank you. Good, good thank you. Maybe it's just us God listening to ourselves in our wives or something, you. if you can convince them. It's just like my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good times, guys. Appreciate it. Again, awesome. if you're around, and good talk with you guys. And we'll see you guys soon, hopefully. We'll, we'll start talking more. We'll recap bowl games, and we'll get into basketball coming up uh, not too long. So, yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Sounds good.